Welcome to chapel. Happy, beautiful spring day. Happy Easter and happy Passover. Today we also have our inspirational, inspirational awards. So this is very exciting. And now I invite you to please stand and join me as we sing our opening hymn twice. Hymn number 692. Please be seated. Good morning. On this Monday Thursday, we're taking a few moments to present the 2019 Inspiration Awards. These awards were started more than 20 years ago by a family of alumni and donors in order to recognize members of our community who inspire others to both intellectual and spiritual growth. The honor is reserved for those who strive for faithfulness in their own lives, as well as in their contributions to the Cal Lutheran community. Two awards are given each year, one to a member of the faculty or staff, and one to a student. And this year, it's a joy to present the awards to two very, very deserving people. Our first award goes to a staff member who knows a lot about a lot of things. He knows a lot about theater and what makes it work. He knows a lot about the importance of the microphone, how to hold it, how to make sure it works, and how to make sure it works for the speaker and for the audience. He also knows a lot about how to do his work with excellence, grace, and a whole lot of good humor. Let me read two comments from his peers. Here's the first one. As amazing as his work ethic is, it is still second to his relationships here at CLU. Whether it's a student, staff, or faculty, he is always making sure everyone else is doing well and always trying to crack a smile from you with his jokes. And here's the second comment. Once he saw me order Starbucks, and then have to leave for class before I could pick it up. So he asked me where my class was and brought me my drink when it was ready. That's just the kind of guy he is, always going out of his way for others. So it's my honor and joy to present the first Inspiration Award to Chris Baldwin. Now for the Student Inspiration Award. If you were to list this student's interest in order, the list might look something like this. Her family, her Catholic faith, her studies, and perhaps Disneyland. She's worked closely with the Catholic life community, promoting, encouraging, doing all the hard detail work, welcoming the seminarians assigned to Cal Lutheran from St. John's Seminary over in Camarillo. And she has worked in the absence of the seminarians to maintain an ongoing Catholic life presence on campus. One of her friends writes, she was part of our Catholic community at CLU before she was even a student here, encouraging her peers and helping acculturate our visiting seminarians to CLU life every semester. She exemplifies a life of faith as she pours herself into her roles at both CLU 
and in her home parish as a religious educator. She is always positive and upbeat, quick to laugh, and has a smile that can break through the cloudiest day. When she graduates, she'll be leaving behind her legacy as the first president of one of the newest clubs on campus, Catholic Life. Another friend writes, she has a disarming smile and fun demeanor. Her commitment to her church and God is inspiring. Even when things get difficult, she does not let the woes of the world get her down. And so with deep gratitude, we present the 2019 Student Inspiration Award to Victoria Zavala. Let's have another round of applause for both of our winners. Thank you. We gather in the name of God, holy present, whose spirit moves easily. Open us up and take from us all that causes us fear and do not return it to us. Release us from the fear of not knowing the fear of not doing, and encourage us to try, and try some more, and then to try again. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and Holy One, I come to you now full of many things that distract, annoy, and derail. Strip away my gnawing dissatisfactions, my anxious imaginings, my nagging predigious prejudices, and fretful preoccupations. Remind me that you have hollowed out a place for me in your tender heart where there is peace and laughter and holy hoping. Amen. Hi everyone, okay. Um, first and foremost, I wanna express how thankful I am for this opportunity. Uh, I wanna thank God for leading my path to this moment. Pastor Scott for reaching out to me and working with me through this process. My beautiful mama, um, gosh I love her, sorry, <laughs> who drove all the way down here to support me and everyone else who's done the same for me along the way. Um, a little bit about me, my name's Amanda Roberts. I'm a senior here at Cal Lutheran. I'm majoring in exercise science with an emphasis in health professions. I also just finished up my volleyball career here back in November, so I'm just getting ready to graduate and start the next chapter of my life, which is really exciting. Um, most importantly, I'd like to share with you guys about my relationship with God, um, my spiritual journey, as I call it. Over the past several years, I have personally witnessed the love of God that many people in my family have, such as my mom, my grandma, my family in Michigan, to name a few. I've so desperately wanted to be able to trust in him, lean on him, talk to him and feel him the way that they do. I was extremely hopeful when I first started searching for those things and even asked him for them. But after a while, I became very discouraged and even angry as I felt like I was getting nowhere. I just could not understand the things that the people around me were telling me. They didn't make sense. I knew that God was real. I knew he had a plan for me. I knew of the miracles that have happened in others' lives that could have only been done by he himself. I knew it all, but I didn't feel it, and I was constantly questioning. Is what I'm feeling really as good as it gets? Am I just overthinking it, expecting too much? 
The questions were endless and were ones that those around me couldn't necessarily answer. The overall unknown of where I was at and truly feeling like it wasn't where I should be was crippling. Then in October, I got a phone call from my cousin in Michigan. If I remember correctly, the first thing he said to me when I picked up was, hey, want to go to Africa? He explained to me that we would be teaming up with an organization called Women at Risk International to go on a two-week medical mission trip. Four months later, after some frustration, some tears, some praying, and some even, even some more questioning, I was able to receive enough funds from family and friends, and I was headed off to Uganda, Africa, the start of the most impactful part of my spiritual journey. Not only was I excited to have the opportunity to serve others in need, but I was also selfishly excited to go on this trip because I knew I was going to be overwhelmed, and I mean that in the best sense of the word, by those around me and their love of God. Smothered in the way he would show himself through all of them, he would be undeniable. Honestly, I could spend hours talking about my travels. I take after my mom, we are talkers. But I'll do my best to show you guys some pictures and give you an idea of what it was like with the time that I have. In short, we had a team of three doctors, a nurse, a psychologist, and six other volunteers, including myself. Our goal was to provide basic health care to women, children, and men who have been involved in human sex trafficking. In addition, we taught them how to do everyday things that we take for granted, such as brushing our teeth, and we even provided reading glasses to those in need. If you'd like to learn more, there's a link to my website that I created that's in the pamphlet that you guys got when you walked in. So the first picture is um, of me in the pharmacy. I was the pharmacist of the trip, so I would count, package, label the medicines, and then explain the instructions to them through uh, translators to our patients. It's my little pharmacy. Um, here's a picture of me explaining instructions and waiting for the translator to relay my information. Um, this is the group that made it all happen, made up of us at war, the local translators, and um, the safe house workers. Here's a, group, a picture of me helping a woman down the stairs after she had just seen the doctors and was coming to see me to get her medications. And this is by far my favorite pick from the entire trip. You can see the genuine love and happiness in their eyes as they came in to hug me and would not let me go. I wish so badly that you could flip the camera around and see my face because it was exactly the same. I was the happiest I've ever been in my entire life and I would give anything to be able to go back in that moment and be with them again. When you're around people who are genuinely happy like these kids, you never wanna leave. The impact that they've made on my life is immeasurable and we didn't speak a single word to each other. This is the kind of thing that our world needs more, more of. More smiles, more hugs, more understanding, more acceptance, more love. On the last day, we held an extravagant banquet for all the 300 plus people that we provided care for. There was endless food, dancing, hugs, and lots of love. It was so rewarding to see how happy they all were just to be appreciated and cared for. This is also another one of my favorite pictures. Linda was our team nurse and she coordinated the entire medical portion of our trip. Her and I became extremely close, particularly in our final days in Africa, and more specifically, on the day of the banquet. Linda and I were sitting at the same table across from each other when, she, or when we were watching the local dance group do their thing. All of a sudden, she reached across the table, laid her hand out, and said something to me. I couldn't make out what it was, so I ran around the table and bent down to hear her. And she just grabbed my hand and she said, God is waiting for you. Pure disbelief, instant tears. Linda had no idea that I had been struggling with my faith, and in fact, she had every reason to believe the opposite. 
The night before our first clinic in Kampala, we took 45 minutes as a group and we all said our own prayer. When it came to my turn, I was emotional and I prayed with intention. When later talking about this with Becky, the founder of Warner National, she told me how she was moved by my words, felt my emotion, and how she herself had no idea that I was in the position that I was in. I was speechless, overwhelmed even. Linda saw that and followed it up by saying, I don't know why I needed to tell you that, but something just grabbed my heart and my chest and the words just came out of my mouth. It was like God just smacked me on top of the head and said, hey, that was me. Was that enough for you? I'm waiting for you. Another huge step in my spiritual journey. On our way back to the States, we stopped in Istanbul, Turkey to see the sights. Hagia Sophia, the Blue Mosque, and so much more. But most importantly, we hopped on an hour flight and spent an entire day exploring the city, the ruins of the city of Ephesus. No big deal, just the place where Paul the Apostle walked and lived for a few years, like thousands of years ago. I could feel the history underneath my feet as I took each step across the marble roads. I could envision the hustling and bustling around me as I stumbled in the grooves from chariots and stared into the eyes of the marble statues that remain. It was truly unbelievable, but the greatest impact that the city of Ephesus had on me didn't occur until a month after I had left it. Because of our visit there, I decided to read the book of Ephesians when I got back home. If you don't know already, the book of Ephesians is written to Paul by the Gentiles, explaining and informing them of the good news. It speaks of how they are hopelessly confused, and when explained through words in my study Bible, says exactly this. The natural tendency of human beings is to think their way away from God, leaving them hopelessly confused. Intellectual pride, rationalizations, and excuses all keep people from God. Don't be surprised if people can't grasp the good news. The good news will seem foolish to those who forsake faith and rely on their own understanding. In general, these were things I had heard before and knew to be true, things I had even articulated before. But for whatever reason, it was like my vision was declouded and I was able to understand the words in a whole new way. I immediately stopped and just started talking to God. I gave thanks for what he's given me and ever will give me. I apologized for being foolish enough to think that I could understand it all on my own. I told him that I need him and wanted to lean on him in the upcoming challenges of my life. And most importantly, I accepted Jesus into my heart. After I was done, a weight was just lifted off my shoulders. No, I didn't feel physically warm inside or my whole life's perspective didn't just flip on a dime, but I just wasn't worried about it anymore. And that was the feeling I knew everyone was talking about. That was the feeling I was after and boy, did I feel it. I still am. The overlooming theme of the year here in chapel is do not fear. And if there's one thing that I hope even just a single person can take from my story today, it is exactly that. Do not fear when you are discouraged. Do not fear when you're unable to make sense of it all. Do not fear when your questions seem to go unanswered. Do not fear at all, for God's timing is never off. God's plan for you is never not working. And God's love for you is so immense, it's beyond comprehension. I'd like to leave you guys with my new favorite verse from the book of Ephesians. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Thank you. Eternal and ever-present God, lead us out from this familiar setting 
away from our doubts and our fears, beyond our pride and our needs for, to be secure. Lead us now into a merciful place where we are invited and challenged to be ever graceful. Amen. <laughs>